Welcome to the IASA Podcast Network. I am Rich Voltz, the Associate Director with the Illinois Association of School Administrators. Today our guest is Dr. Adam Ehrman, Superintendent of New Berlin School District. The topic of this podcast series is Superintendent Stress. Good morning, Adam. Please tell our listeners about yourself and your school district. Uh, hi, Rich. Uh, I am the superintendent of New Berlin School District. Um, this is my second uh, district that I've been a superintendent of, and so this is now my 10th year as a superintendent. Um, New Berlin School District is um, a little shy of a 1,000 students on the west side of Springfield, Illinois. Um, we cover uh, anything from students that are living in Springfield, Illinois, to students that are living in rural America, west of Springfield. So um, it's a pleasure being here with you this morning, and I'd like to talk about the topic. Great. So this topic, superintendent stress, I think is a great topic. Uh, Many of our listeners have probably heard me talk before about work-life balance kind of situations and and positions. So uh, how did you come about choosing this topic for your dissertation? That's a great question. Actually, I can. I was one of your listeners listening to you talk about work like work life balance, and and interesting enough, I thought I had everything under control. Um, I started as a superintendent when I was twenty nine, so I thought uh, all of these concerns about work life balance or being fit to lead uh, that were those were topics for people that were much older than myself, not not me. Um, and then uh, a few years into the superintendency, I realized that when I went to the doctor to get a physical and he started talking about my blood pressure and my weight, uh, which was really confusing to me because I'd always been in really good shape, <clears throat> I got concerned. And uh, I took care of those issues, but uh, I started looking back of what was causing that. And the one variable that I uh, kept coming to was that uh, the position and the amount of stress that came with the position uh, had to play some type of role in those changes. And so as I started looking towards the future uh, of a study that I wanted to conduct, it was really going to be looking at how stress was impacting superintendents in particular. Um, and so that's how I got interested in the topic. Uh, for our listeners, describe your study and the methodology you used for the study. Well, uh, so through a, a quantitative approach, um, I used a, a causal comparative match pairs design to examine the responses of superintendents and their administrative assistants to explore the accuracy of superintendent self-perceptions. Now, that's a fancy way of saying, basically, I didn't just want to know what superintendents thought about stress. I wanted to see and really be able to scrutinize if they were accurate in their own self-perceptions. So what we did is we we not only um, survey the superintendents about their stress and their perceptions of the stress, but we also identified that a close person working with them, their administrative assistant, might have a really good secondary perspective to be able to chime in and answer questions that we could explore how accurate the superintendent self-perceptions were. So when in doing that study, what we ended up with were a whole bunch of matched surveys that we could analyze the data between the two surveys. So in your presentation on this topic, I, I saw the visual effect you use, and I've thought about the same visual effect uh, many times in my own life, is how the president's look, the president of the United States, how their look changes over time that they've been president, uh, probably because of the stress that's being put on them as president of the United States. Yeah, I I, I got to that spot where I was wondering the same thing myself. Um, because I be, became a superintendent so young, I 
looked forward and realized that I could be in the position potentially for 25 plus years. So I had the same concerns. And, and while there is that concern of the, the physical nature of the changes and how um, presidents would look over time or superintendents might look over time, um, what we were really concerned about was not just the visual impact of stress, such as obesity or grain of the hair. Those things are concerning, but we were really concerned at the health impacts that you can't see, the ones that aren't observable. So seeing, you know, what takes place like high blood pressure or strokes, anxiety, diabetes, um, depression, anxiety, sleep apnea, those health impacts that are not observable to um, the public around them, but our major health concerns to the superintendents themselves were really what we were trying to look at and disaggregate in the data. So describe the population of your study for our listeners. So, um, well, the first study, because we did two studies, and I'll talk about the second study here in a little bit, but the first study um, was looking at 179 school districts, which actually had 177 superintendents because um, there were uh, a couple superintendents that had dual positions. Um, but we looked at um, five regions that are broke up for IASA, which would be the Two Rivers, Abe Lincoln, Western, um, Central Illinois Valley, and Illinois, or Illini, I should say. And what was interesting is that we were able to take this peak into Central Illinois and cover all the way from Iowa, Missouri, over to Indiana, and really hone in on that data. Uh, what was really fun about the study is that we got a pretty high response rate. I don't have the number in front of me, but it was over 80% response rate from the superintendents, which was really good because it gave us not just a larger population size, but the sample themselves were, we had 149 participating superintendents in the first study. So in your study, I noticed uh, one of the things you were trying to discover is what did superintendents consider to be the causes for their own stress? Yeah. So what we did is we found stressors that were identified in previous studies um, and tried to match them with uh, stressors of the day. So we didn't just, you know, pick stressors out of the thin air. Um, we, we came with a very strategic approach of why these particular stressors. But out of those stressors that we identified that we wanted uh, superintendents to gauge and, and weigh in on what they thought were the most um, stress uh, stressful for their position, we found that there were it was a theme. And the theme that came out was inadequate school finances, um, time required for the job, um, uh, changing state and federal guidelines, school board members, um, insignificant demands. Those were pretty high up there. What we found was not only were the, the, those the, the high stressors for superintendents, but that the administrative assistants identified the same top four or top five, depending on which study we're talking about, uh, as the actual stressors for superintendents. But the interesting piece here was that we found that the level of identification of how stressful it was perceived was drastically different between that of the administrative assistants and um, the superintendents. So what was the age group of superintendents who had the greatest level of stress? Well, this was interesting because um, this was different than what we thought the results were going to come back. And the age group that was identified having the greatest stress level was 41 to 55. And that was not what we were anticipating. Uh, I had uh, presumed or assumed that the greatest stress level might be on those superintendents that were in the youngest age category. Uh, but what we found was that um, that was not 
quite how it worked. There's, there seemed to be almost this bell curve that was taking place a little bit. And the sweet spot of the highest amount of stress was in the age of 41 to 55. Now we had some uh, ideas and theories about why that might be happening to that particular age group, but um, it was different than what we originally thought we were going to get. So what were some of your ideas about analyzing those findings? Well, some of the ideas were one, um, you know, new superintendents, they may not know all of the stressors that they should be concerned about. Um, sometimes there is there is bliss and ignorance that you don't really understand what is about to happen or some of the concerns that should be taking place. The other is that um, when you're 41 to 55, there's a, a variable you know amount of reasons of why that could be a particular stressful time in your life. One is that your children, they may be uh, getting to the age of participating in various events and sports and things like that, which creates greater home life stressors taking place. Two, you're still a substantial distance from uh, retirement. And if we look at the age group, you know, of 55 uh, to 60 or 60 plus, uh, we notice that there's a substantial drop off in the perceived amount of stress. Once you hit the age of 55, it, it drops off drastically. Some of the conclusions we've been trying to draw from that is, is it because they are able to actually see that if at any point in time, they decide that they want to stop the profession because they want to retire, they could make those choices. And so that's some of the conclusions that we've been trying to draw. Um, we are also looking at some of the data from the second study, which had a greater sample size and population to be able to see if we're getting the same exact data uh, to be able to further draw those conclusions. Well, along those same lines, how does the number of years of experience as a superintendent affect the superintendent stress? You know, it, it matched it matched eerily similar to the ages. It was a really good bell curve. Um, basically, uh, you know, years one, two, all the way to four, um, you're building some stress. And then you get to this age range or this uh, years as a superintendent of five to eight years. And that seemed to be the most stress that was taking place. And then it would seem to drop off as you get uh, earlier or later on in your career from nine to 12 or 13 plus years. Um, it's hard to match those two uh, data points, though, because obviously the ages and years of experience don't always co coincide with each other. Um, for myself, I mean, you know, I, I have this is my 10th year as a superintendent, and yet I'm not even in the category of um, 41 to 55 years old. So um, we don't want to draw too many conclusions to that, but that's kind of how the data came back on the years of experience for the results. Which gender experiences the highest levels of stress? Um, this came back in both studies, uh, clearly that females were um, indicating that they had more uh, stress than males or counterparts. Um, the two studies, uh, what was really nice on them is that the samples that came back, they, I mean, the percentages of males and females reporting was almost identical, I mean, down to decimal points. And the amount of stress and the differences between the amount of stress between females and males were pretty close in the data that uh, females were reporting um, this almost the 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 same level of difference in stress uh, for the first study to the second study. And the second study covered all of Iowa and Illinois, which even gives us a greater look at that, which clearly shows us that females are reporting greater amount of stress. Size of school district is another variable you are looking at. So superintendents based on what size district reported the greatest amount of stress? Yeah, this was probably the least shocking uh, data results that we got. Um, we uh, anticipated that the data would come back as it did, which was that, you know, the greatest amount of stress was those for high school superintendent um, uh, districts. 
Um, and then obviously the next, it came with unit or K-12. Um, uh, Iowa doesn't call them uh, unit districts. And then elementary uh, school districts had uh, superintendents had reported the least amount of stress. But clearly the data came back that high school superintendents had uh, were perceived as having the most amount of stress. Well, another variable you studied is the percentage of students who are considering or have considered changing their career due to stress. Yeah, that was actually um, concerning. Um, the The data that came back, and so in the first study, um, 47% of the superintendents reported that they had considered changing their career due to stress. Um, we thought that was high. I, I, you know, we we looked at the data over and over and over. When we did the second study, which, um, you know, that study size, you know, had 296 um, superintendents or 48, almost 49% of them reporting that they considered changing their career uh, due to stress. That is one of the, the data points and that we keep coming back to to really look at because that's most concerning to us. So another variable that you were studying was this idea of the stress causing permanent negative impact and the rest of their life due to the high blood pressure, diabetes, or other kinds of things. So what was your discovery in that area? Yeah, um, this was one of those areas that we really wanted to focus on because, you know, while we only think about the superintendent while they're a superintendent, these these people um, will retire and eventually they're still going to be stuck with some of the impact that might have taken place. So we wanted to find out, you know, was is there going to be a long lasting impact? And, um, you know, the first study that came back, 45, almost 46 percent reported that, yeah, they were concerned about um, how life was going to be and the impact of stress taking place in their life after their career. And then in the second study, uh, again, uh, the results came back and showed that 55% of the superintendents were concerned of how stress would impact them after their career. So um, this is something that I think needs further research to look at, uh, to maybe even track uh, how these impacts have changed superintendents after their career, because some of them give so much of their life to a, a position. And, um, and then after that, they retire. Uh, we would like to be able to know that you know they're not negatively impacted for the rest of their life. So what are the greatest health concerns for superintendents? You know, interesting was that, um, you know, some of the major health concerns that we would have as normal individuals uh, that if we weren't superintendents uh, came back, you know, such as high blood pressure, which was a major one, um, uh, heart attack, stroke. One that threw me off a little bit that we weren't anticipating was that the highest that was reported in the first study was anxiety for superintendents. Um, and obviously anxiety then has other side effects on how you would deal with anxiety. Uh, in the second study, um, which was obviously a larger scope, uh, high blood pressure came back. But interesting enough is that high blood pressure, heart attack, stroke, and anxiety for the studies all had administrative assistance and then superintendents in study one and superintendents in study, stu study two reporting as those were the greatest concern of health concerns. But when you disaggregate the data and you look at the difference, particularly in study one, the administrative assistants were significantly less concerned about that health concern than the superintendents themselves. So how about some conclusions from your study and what superintendents can do to help alleviate some of this stress? Right. So the conclusions, we were able to draw seven concrete conclusions. One uh, was that female superintendents report more stress than their male counterparts. Um, two, older superintendents indicate less stress than their younger peers. Um, 
Conclusion three was regularly changing state and federal regulations caused the most stress for superintendents in the first study, and that was the Illinois, central Illinois superintendents. Um, conclusion four was superintendents believed that work-related stress negatively impacted their health. Um, superintendents were most concerned about stress causing anxiety, and that superintendents believe they manage their stress about average or above and that superintendents may have concealed the impact of stress on their administrative assistants. And I think those, those last two conclusions are really important because it may lead to further studies that need to take place. Because if superintendents believe they're managing their stress, average or above average, and yet they are concealing the impact of stress from their administrative assistants or somebody that works close to them or even beyond that, maybe to their family, the question becomes of um, where is there a disconnect and, and do the appropriate um, entities around them recognize when superintendents are stressed and can they participate in helping to ease the stressors that are chronic and taking place on an everyday basis? So have you thought about what we can do, either IASA or other organizations that support superintendents, uh, what can we do to help with this uh, topic? Well, I think there's a couple approaches. The first approach, uh, and I've presented um, in front of uh, superintendents in Illinois. Um, I presented recently um, at AASA, so obviously superintendents from um, around the, the country. And I think the first thing is just having superintendents acknowledge and understand that um, they are they are not Superman. Uh, they are not Superwoman. Um, they have stress impacting them, and that stress um, over years and years and years can do some damage if they are not cognizant and aware of this impact of stress. So first is having those conversations, um, making sure that um, superintendents are aware of it, thinking about it. And then beyond that, and where we really would like to go with some of this is to be able to get ourselves in front of uh, school board members. I know we have an article coming out um, in the IASB journal, I think this next month or following whenever the issue comes out. And then uh, we'd like to be able to present uh, at uh, the IIII conference uh, in front of school board members so we can really have conversations to, that they can understand and recognize. Because when we get back to the, the data on this, it seems to show that superintendents are recognizing stress to a certain level, but those around them are not seeing that same stress level, which was different than what we anticipated. What we thought we were going to get was that superintendents um, kind of brushed off the stress and didn't have any recognition, didn't recognize it at all. And that those around them would say, yeah, they're stressed out all the time. The fact that we found in complete opposite of that is almost more concerning because that means that we may be hiding as superintendents this impact that's taking place every day in our lives to those closely around us, which I don't think is healthy, obviously. And I mean that directly related to the health of the superintendent. Yeah, it was. Uh, this is a topic that, as you know, is very near and dear to my interests, this idea that people, not only with the stress level, I mean, the job's going to have some stress to it, but this idea that the superintendents would acknowledge the stress and then uh, through diet and exercise and other means, uh, work balance integration, that they come to a better grip so that it doesn't affect uh, their life in, in the job as a superintendent or later when they were retired. Yeah. In closing on some of these comments is that, you know, as recently as yesterday, I talked to a colleague of mine um, I, I've known this superintendent for a long time, uh, really good at doing their job, and uh, had a conversation with me about um, just being done 
And I thought they meant being done at their current position and looking for maybe a different position. They were just talking about being done completely. Um, in the past uh, two, three years, I've actually known um, a couple of superintendents that have just decided to get out of the profession. Either they went back into the classroom uh, on a particular situation or they completely changed their career. And it had a lot to do with it. While they didn't articulate the word stress, they just all of the concerns they gave were clear that they had just become overwhelmed um, with all of the um, stressors around them. And so I I really am concerned with the profession as a whole of how we're going to be able to not just manage the stress now, but how we can have the profession be seen as, you know, these are people, uh, they're impacted by stressors around them and we're not concepts where, you know, that they can take an, uh, an, an infinite amount of stress and will have no impact on their, them or their lives. Well, thank you, Adam, very much for uh, informing our listeners of your dissertation topic. I think it's a really good topic, and I think it's something all of us in the uh, school administration positions need to be uh, learning more about and paying greater attention to. Well, thank you very much. This was wonderful.